Hi, welcome to St. Gabriel Radio. This is The Visitation. I'm Mary Beth Eberhard, here with my very good friend, Lisa Iglesias. Hey, Mary Beth. And we have some special guests today. We do. I have my daughter, Lily, and you have your daughter, Lily. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of a fun, it's a fun gathering here on the front porch. And we brought them in today, one, because we're so proud of them, and also just it's really great to gather with our daughters, isn't it? It is. This is very special. It is. And, and you know, we should bring them on the real front porch when <laughs> we are gathered and invite them into our mom conversations. But I love mom conversations when they become mom and daughter conversations. And that's kind of what I wanted to bring to the front porch today in the sense of it is such a privilege to watch your daughter grow in virtue and dignity to watch them show fortitude and encounter all the struggles that we had when we were young girls, right? Yes. Yeah. And I brought them in because they have walked. I mean, Lily Iglesias. I'm going to have to. Do, I'm going to be Lily Y and Lily, Lily Y e. and little E. e. <laughs> um, but you are heading off to college. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yep. And Lily, you, Lily Eberhard, you are heading into nine, 10th grade. Yeah. Eight kids, people. Yeah. Eight kids. Eight. <laughs> so I'm, I lose track. I lose hey, track. you know what? You're really close. Yeah, it was close. Ninth, 10th. Um, she's almost 16. Mm -hmm. So, hey. Wow. Such a big number. <laughs> I'm excited for you. Um, so you guys are, you know, stair steps away from what you've encountered in your life as young girls. And I think one thing that it, you face quite often is that struggle with balancing, balancing of school, balancing of friends, balancing of all the relationships outside and within those. And I'm wondering if with our listeners, you can share a bit of what it is like in particular to form godlike friendships I mean, you start with just a friendship, right? And then you hope that that friendship can walk with God. But it is a struggle, I think, especially today, to form authentic friendships. Well, yes, we're living in a very weird time where <laughs> we have survived through COVID. You know, mm -hmm. we have made it through a time when we thought our whole world was crashing down. And now we're out of it and we can't go back. We cannot go back to the normal that we had before and the ease of making friendships and the ease, um, even as a society, to speak with other people. We now have a very weird world to navigate um, where in our lives, like you were in middle school, my entire high school was in COVID. I was talking about that with my mom and I was like, you know, it's funny, the beginning of my freshman year, the end of my freshman year was when lockdown happened. So I'm graduating right as things get back to normal. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's very interesting. And I think where a lot of struggles are, are not necessarily because it's that there aren't good people in the world, but it's that we even, it's, it's a weird world to navigate even communicating mm -hmm. in person with people nowadays. I think that's fair. Lily, well, both of you have technology in your worlds, right? You both have cell phones. And one of the things I've noticed is, you know, 
Lisa, we talk a lot about vulnerability mm-hmm. and being authentic. It's pretty hard to do that, at least I think with cell phones, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think a quick, at least my impression is, you know, teenagers meet and they're like, you know, hey, can I have your, what is, I sound so old, but like, what's your snap or what's your <laughs> like, you know, all of those things. How do you, um, how do you in- initiate a friendship authentically? Yeah. Yeah. What no, you- I definitely feel that way. I think especially with uh, like technology, it's, I've said this to like my mom before, but it's definitely really hard to feel the emotion of what they're saying. So like, you can't actually tell how they're talking or like how like it's just not a good way of communicating i've always preferred face to face Mm -hmm. because i feel like there's no confusion everyone gets the point like you you know like you're on the same page whereas like with technology like you're always so confused and you're like what is going on like did they feel this way because i felt this way about the situation you know yeah and yet you it's it's hard lisa because you have those um you know, you guys, the the pressure of school, the time commitments that you have don't allow, I think, for um, interactions as much in person. So there's always that like stretch of time late at night or even in between classes where um, you have that available technology to have those conversations. It can mm-hmm. be good. It can be bad. Yeah. I don't know. What is it like? What do you see? Yeah. I mean, I, I remember being, being um, they, they were helping me when my kids let me know, like, okay, wow, your exclamation marks. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. It was important. It was uh, wow. And like, uh, you're screaming. I'm like, what? Oh, in texting? Because putting an exclamation mark means you're yelling at someone. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So to your point, Lily, like, um, you know, what did they mean by that? You know, and, and I've actually brought texts to my daughter and said, okay, I know this is a stretch, but I'm communicating with this person only through texts. Does, does this sound, sound right? Do I sound like me? Do I sound like I'm being, you know, demanding? Like, and that that's crazy. And so like in, like you're saying that, that um, it's not, so in some sense, I feel like it is limited time. On other times, I feel like it's constant like their availability to others is constant and the desire for others to get an immediate reaction. In fact, I was actually, you were telling me about like, if I hesitate to respond, it means something also. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And and like, like what you were saying, Lily Everhard <laughs> is, um, is so true. And like this whole conversation we're having is so true. Like, like, so so we made it through COVID and now we're scared to talk to each other in, pe- in person because we're awkward. Yeah. So let's text. Oh, wait, we don't know what we're talking about. I don't know how you, what you meant by that. Like I, uh, <laughs> exactly. When, when I met my really good group of friends that I had over the summer, last summer um, from Wyoming, they're a great bunch of people and they were very sarcastic. Well, they also lived across the country and the world so we would it would be random times of day where people would say oh good night and it would be like noon for me mm-hmm. and and it would be like kind of different it was very weird to navigate and also like you're saying like when you have a sarcastic person in text but it's funny it's great and yeah. it's funny and you love them but you're just like uh oh i i don't i don't know what i do do you need help <laughs> should i yeah. call you <laughs> like sometimes like if you're like it can also come across as like i love sarcastic people my mm-hmm. oldest sister me too. She, me too. she's very sarcastic and it's very it's very beautiful we have great conversations but like with text like sometimes you're like 
are they mad at me? Like, is yeah. it, are they being yeah. like, wow, okay, wait. I feel like I took that very different than like how you meant it because like that was kind of personal. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like that's another reason where like it's sometimes kind of hard to tell like the tone. And stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. here's a question I have though. Um, I hear in my house and it irritates me. I hear ding, ding, <laughs> ding, right? And I'm like, hello, focus over here or focus on your studies or focus... Do you ever just want to like turn it off, like or or like group text, right? Oh, then gosh. you've got like then it's like boom, 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 and and h- how do you navigate that mentally um, as far as creating boundaries? Where um, well, one does it bother you? Can it get overwhelming? And two, how do you create those boundaries? Like how do you deal with it? Personally, for me, I. For group text, like, actually, last night, I was getting very annoyed because I wanted to go to bed. Of course. <laughs> I wanted to go to bed, and uh, my phone, I always keep it on silence because it annoys me, the dings. But then my iPad, it, I, I haven't figured out how to turn that on silence, so it, it dings. So, basically, I muted the group chat because it annoys me. Um, and then for, like, so, for group chats, yes, that, that definitely annoys me. Uh, because I'm not the biggest talker on group chats. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I kind of get placed same. in them, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, but with, like, individual, like, I'm that type of person who I'm only going to text you when, like, I, I feel like talking with you. And it's usually because I miss you, you mm-hmm. know, in a way where, like, that's why I text you because, again, like, I really like the face-to-face. Um, but I also am a homebody, so I don't go out a lot. Um, <laughs> but with individual, like, I don't, like, I don't really text when I don't feel like talking to that person. So it's not like a necessity for me, like mm-hmm. to be always talking to someone. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's, I usually try to navigate it well. And then when I'm talking with like other people, like I'm not like on my phone texting because like, again, like I'd rather be in that moment of like communicating with that person. Um, there are moments where like I've been on my phone when like mom's like, Hey, I, I wanted us to spend time together. And then I'll like usually put my phone on do not disturb. And then I'll like, Mm-hmm. have a conversation that sounds like yeah. you've got healthy boundaries there that's good oh for sure for sure i know i did not handle it well for the majority of my high school um because i really craved the relationship mm-hmm. especially during 2020 and 2021 um and when you crave that relationship you end up getting way too involved and that's what i had done and then um at the beginning of around in the middle of this past school year, I left all of the group chats, which was so funny because recently I went back to them and I was like, oh, hi. And they're like, you're alive? Like, (laughs) who are you? Where did you go? And, um, And it's hard to balance. I know for me it's hard to balance because... Um, many of these group chats, they're constantly going and I can't keep up unless I'm reading them the whole time. I remember there was a day I was working um, like I do with the horses and every time I looked at my phone, they were on a different topic and I realized my phone was actually dying (laughs) because (laughs) of all the energy it was taking and that's when I knew I had to mute notifications and do that sort of thing. But um, yeah, it's really hard to balance. These are things that we never had to contend with. I know, right? <laughs> and I'm wondering the authenticity of the relationships that you form in those, like within those text conversations or within, um, yeah, I guess it's, it's just how authentic are those relationships? And um, are you tempted at times to share too much because you are not face to face? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> 
Oh, yes. Yes. I think we both have experience <laughs> in that, um, especially when you think you know someone so well and that they just love you and that they're there for you. And then you get into a bad spot and you completely overshare. Yeah. Um, I have a fond memory of a time that one of my friends from the trip to Wyoming, um, he, he received a whole bunch of texts at late at night and I said some wild things about how much I miss Captain America and <laughs> and like why wasn't he in the movies anymore and like my heart was broken for a Marvel franchise and and he ended up calling me and being like are you okay <laughs> and I'm like what do you mean and he's like reread your texts I don't think you're okay so I definitely think that it's hard to have that and, and like you said that we can't see their faces or hear their tone Another big issue is you can't see all of their body language. You know, when you're talking to someone, you talk with your whole person. Yeah. Like we're spirit and creature. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very hard because you can't tell like, are they ask actually asking, hey, how are you? Or are they like, like they do totally I, do I don't need care. To ask? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Out of necessity, out of like, uh, almost like, mm, what is the word? I don't know. I can't think of it. But like. Like they like need to ask you that because like they don't want to seem rude, but like they're they're like actually like playing a game or something. Like they're yeah. just like they don't want to seem rude. So like that's what they're saying can sometimes like be a problem. You're listening to the visitation with Mary Beth Eberhard and Lisa Iglesias and our daughters today. So thanks for joining in. Lily E, both of the girls are named Illy, <laughs> Lily. So this is kind of fun. <clears throat> Excuse me. Lily we had talked about, or we were talking about, I'm going to clear my throat one more time here. We were talking about the authenticity of texting. And have you found relationships or have you found that you feel um, that you overshare, like it, not in a, um, a dangerous way, but in an emotionally dangerous way? Yeah, I have definitely felt that before <clears throat> in definitely different levels as well. Whereas, like, sometimes you share too much in an emotional way of, like, deep down, that's how you're feeling. And personally, I am not the biggest sharer of my emotions. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you have that moment where you, like, break down and you text someone who you probably should not have shared that with, you know? Mm -hmm. And then you end up kind of forgetting it because it, like, comes up again. Um, and then, like, there's also different levels where, like, you, you're texting with someone and you, like, have that, like, hyper moment where like it's not usually it's not your like typical uh personality and stuff where for me it's usually when i'm eating pasta i love pasta <laughs> me too so literally like the other day i was texting one of my friends and he was like are you okay because i'm like i could show you sometimes there's like this four page oh my going goodness. on about my love for spaghetti <laughs> and like it just keeps going and he's like I, I think I got your point. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I that's the worst. And I'm like, and then we like start like making a joke on it. So that whatever I say, he's like, so did you have spaghetti? <laughs> like, something that's about great. like hashtag spaghetti saves or something. I don't even know. Yeah, that is fun. hilarious. So like sometimes you have like those moments where you like overshare in a um like your head's going kind of crazy mm -hmm, reason mm -hmm. so like and yet like sometimes that can build friendship in a way where like they see the messy almost like uh not necessarily a messy like emotionally like you're breaking down like crying type of way but like the messy of like we all have those moments where we're kind of crazy yeah. and we're, we're <laughs> oh, kind yeah. of not as like uh sophisticated i guess as yeah. like we were before <laughs> okay so here's a thought 
you know how Mary, we talk about how Mama Mary, like she ponders in her heart, right? I think that technology has taken that away from your generation a bit. I think it's taken away that like pause for you to be like, do I, um, you know, like I'm feeling, I'm thinking, you know, um, whether it be I want more spaghetti or whether it be I'm, whether it be I'm sad. Yeah. And so like I reach out to someone like I have this feeling. So I, and rather than sit and ponder and, and like, um, kind of simmer with it a bit and ask Jesus, like, why am I sad? Mm-hmm. What is this I'm feeling? I, and I say your generation. I mean, I, I go there too, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I, um, you know, I'll text your mom and be like, um, maybe not sad, but oh my gosh, this child is driving me crazy. <laughs> and, and she's like, settle. <laughs> like, um, and maybe we need an, a little, like an emoji or something, Lisa, where it's like, <laughs> you can just send me prayer hands, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But do you have that, um, do you notice when your, um, your tendencies or your friend's tendencies to like share those emotions um, because you are used to that um, constant back and forth? Um, or what about the, like the pondering element to it? What do you think? I definitely think that's true. I mean, even from a purely knowledge standpoint, there are no questions anymore. Like, I forget what was happening the other day. And I was like, I had all of these questions out of the blue and I'm like, oh my goodness, I, I could just look up all of these questions. How are oh, what is the inside of a Kit Kat? And like, how is the Milky Way made in the factory? You know, like like different random stuff like that. We have access to that knowledge 24 seven. Mm-hmm. There's no questions. And when you have that question and you can just go find the answer, it becomes overabundant and too much. And that's how it is for texting too. Like if you delay on the text, you're being rude. Mm-hmm. You don't like that person. Oh my gosh. So that means I have to respond to all of the te- these texts. Or you like, I'm in a more of a position at this current moment where if I receive a text um, from the majority of people, I have to wait, you know, because I yeah. want to respond. And yet I'm like, oh, but it, it is better for if I if I wait, if I delay. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to look like I'm trying to seek their friendship, but I am. Yeah, I am. So <laughs> it's so weird. Wow. It's like, like flipped. It's like reversed. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think it comes in seasons, right? Like I'm no longer super active in group chats like we talked about, um, which is good and bad. And then the whole weird navigating texting is good or bad. Um, and then you'll get into seasons where I think probably one of the most awkward and worst feelings is when you text someone and you're sharing your heart to them. And then another friend is like, Hey, how's that going? And you're like, I didn't text you. What are you talking about? And they're like, Oh, I was over at so-and-so's house when you texted that. And you're like, "Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why wasn't I invited over there? And then it's just a, whole plethora of emotions that don't make yes. sense and now but you're... you don't but you don't share that part you just go oh i hope you had a great time and yeah. inside you're like oh yeah no oh. no no emotions right. must be shown in 2023 yes. <laughs> all all a mask and emotions must be hard to share over text right oh, yeah. yes and and so like you said earlier that that like body language is not there where like if um maybe you felt um not included or maybe you felt um, like, oh my gosh, someone just shared something that was meant just for you. And 
you know, all of that is visible, right? But it's hard to, it's hard to, to recognize that um, in a text conversation. Um, I was just thinking about how um, what you said really struck a chord, Mary Beth, was like that pondering idea. Um, mm -hmm. I was just thinking like, okay, kind of to like put myself in the position of like when I'm, you know, I'm just sad or something's, you know, come up and I'm, and I grab the phone to text somebody or to, like, well, what am I doing in that moment? Like, I'm really, I'm seeking consolation, you know, and I'm, and, and I have to say about 90% of the time, I don't get what I want like, I don't, I don't exactly that the person's response does not hit exactly what I need. Mm -hmm. And that's appropriate because in that moment, I don't need them to console me. I need Mama Mary to console me. I need the Lord to console me. I need to just stop and go, I'm so sad, Jesus, and actually let myself shed a tear like this, you know, whatever in my mind about weakness or fear, like those are the things for me that I need to just lay down. And so, um, you know, God bless him. My husband usually has just the right tone back or the right, like, you know, maybe not trying to fix it in that moment or, you know, just with the, I'm sorry, Lisa. And it's almost like that movie that we love that with the joy and sadness and, you know, oh, inside anger out, and fear. Inside inside out. Out. Yeah. Because, he lets that gives me the opening to just shed a tear and 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 every time that i've reached, reached out like very sad about something whatever to um a dear friend i'm putting them in a really bad place and so if if a, because they their response back is always loving always like tender or very you know generally unless it's like you know tough luck for you which definitely doesn't happen <laughs> but like you know it's not it doesn't it's not fulfilling what i truly need and um only in my ripe old age have i kind of realized that and uh, instead of being like what's wrong with them why can't they just you know you see you see nobody gets me nobody gets right nobody gets me like the lord who made me no mm. one gets me like the true lover of my heart you know like that I could rest in them. But of course, it's not my first go-to. My first go-to is like, can you believe this happened? Where? Yeah, you know, in a yeah, text. Yeah. And uh, and so maybe that's just something to like kind of keep in mind. Like, Lord, help, help, help my brain to think of you first. You know, like help me, you know, and because that's really, that's the only place we get that consolation. And oh, not yes. to discount friends. Like he gave us friends, right? He gave us friends. Mm -hmm. But like maybe if it doesn't like come back exactly what we need or want, maybe it's not a... Um, a failing of our own or a, a brokenness of our own or, or our friends we've reached out to. Maybe it's just like that missing piece really is Jesus in the yeah, moment, you yeah. know, in that moment. I don't know. No, for sure. For sure. I definitely think that. And I think that um, another issue that I find with texting and along those lines is the idea of um, people use the term therapy friend. And Whoa. it is something I run into a whole lot. Therapy friends. The most common text I get is, Lily, I'm having trouble. What do I do? Do you get that too? Okay. I get that too. I'm the <laughs> therapy friend. It usually isn't through text though. It's usually people just like dumping it on yeah. me when I'm with yeah. them. And then you're like, okay, but I'm you, here for you. I love you. A, you guys are kids. And like, probably, probably the worst though of feeling that is the most common, which is when I'll reach out being like, hey, I'm really lonely. And I'm just going to say hi because I don't know how they're feeling. And they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm having this terrible day. Let me tell you everything that happened. What do I do? I hate my life. 
blah, 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 blah. And you're just like, okay, let me love you. And then we're so kind and we're so loving. And then the person won't talk to us again for however long. Yeah. And it is the most common thing I think right now that I experience in texting. Yeah, I also, like, I definitely have seen that a lot. And then also with that, when you are the therapy friend, which I also feel like I am a lot because I, I kind of am a people pleaser where, like, I will go, I will help them with their problems before I do mine. Mm-hmm. And that runs you dry. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. So oh, yes. then, like, uh, recently, a couple of months ago, like, I had that struggle where I needed to step out of a friend group because it was, I was getting, like, it was very unhealthy for me. It was, mm-hmm. like, I was starting to become very unhappy because they were very unhappy yes you know and like you try like you try to help them because like you want you you know you don't want anyone to be unhappy yeah you love them like you want to love them through that but then eventually like you like i had a conversation with my mom and i was like why am i unhappy now (laughs) yes (laughs) like i don't yes i wasn't unhappy before Mm. like you know and i think that that plays into the mental health thing Mm. oh yeah and I think the the pressure for you guys is is extreme. I mean, it's a it's you desire authentic relationships. The technology isn't going away, so we have to learn to work. We have to learn to navigate it and work with it well in our lives, and not just you, but you know, Lisa, you and me as well. And so, the you know. Um, I love conversations where you can, you, you're like, all right, Jesus, what did you want me to take from this conversation? Yeah. Yes. Right. And I love that, that, um, the two things, which is like, you know, practicing the pause, like we pick up the phone and it's like, you know, am I meant to engage in this conversation either to initiate it or to engage in the conversation? Right. And then the second is what Lisa, what you were saying is like the, pa- um, the, uh, what am I hoping mm-hmm. to, get from this conversation yes. um, or, and that's a question that I need to ask myself is you know so very often let's end in prayer and just bring it all to Jesus mm. all right in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen father we just thank you gosh we just thank you for the gift of our children of our daughters gathered here and their vulnerability and humility in sharing their stories and we ask your protection upon all of our children, your protection upon us as we navigate the um, the use of technology and also as we desire to form authentic friendships that guide us to you. Mama Mary, we ask you to speak on our hearts and help us to be more like you in our pause, in our ability to rest and bring everything to your son. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us, everybody. See you next time.